This is Venture Perspectives, the Scale Venture Partners podcast. Venture Perspectives explores the world of venture capital, showcasing diverse voices and insights from a premier venture firm active in technology and healthcare investing. Right now is a great time to invest. The, the companies we invest in now are going to generate great returns. Not this year, perhaps not next year, but 2012, 2013, 2014, there is going to be some fantastic exits that come from companies that were funded now. Investing is something Jim Jones, who's managing director of Scale Venture Partners, does well. So I was excited when I got the opportunity to ask him some questions recently. I'm Jennifer Jones, and here's your chance to hear what Jim thinks. For Scale Venture Partners, uh, we're investing a $400 million fund, and our focus is on both IT and healthcare companies. I focus on IT, so my answers will be uh, primarily focused there. We are market-oriented investors in that we will first identify compelling markets and opportunities and proactively seek out companies that can succeed in those markets. We look for companies that have validated their solution, have started their revenue ramp, and are looking for help in scaling their sales and marketing. That's really uh, a lot of the expertise we have here at Scale Venture Partners. We look for clearly differentiated solutions, big markets, great teams that have a compelling track record of execution in those markets that they're going after, and in, in particular, the beginnings of clear momentum to building a great company. Well, who are some of your um, companies that you're really proud of at this point? Well, we've got a, we've got a great portfolio of, of companies across uh, the IT sector in, in software as a service, in, in components, in internet marketing. Uh, some of the companies that uh, people might have might have heard of that um, in the last few years have had particular success uh, include Monolithic Power Systems, which is an analog power management semiconductor company that went public uh, in uh, 2004 and has done quite well. Uh, also investors in Omniture, uh, a internet uh, marketing services company that uh, went public a couple of years ago and has also done quite well in the public markets, which these days uh, is, is saying quite a bit. Um, we also are investors in uh, companies like N-Computing, which uh, is a leader in the thin client computing space, something I'll mention a little bit later uh, in, in this discussion. And also uh, very proud of our most recent investment. Uh, we just closed an investment in Exact Target, which is uh, the leader in the email marketing space and growing quite rapidly. Uh, and again, in, in these tough economic times, finding companies that, that are growing quickly uh, is uh, really finding a, a diamond in the rough. And what's your sweet spot for investing? Well, our typical investment in IT companies range from seven to 15 million the first uh, time that we invest. Uh, of course, more over time as, as we reserve for, or for the growth of a company. We always um, are lead investors and we spend a lot of time with our portfolio companies as board members. Typically, we invest in companies that are already leaders in an emerging market or have very significant momentum in an existing market. One area that, that we're aggressively pursuing is to lower the enterprise total cost of ownership, particularly in the data center. And the issue we're addressing there is that the, um, there are a number of technologies that can lower the capital expense, the, the power and cooling expense, and the, the human operating expense of enterprise data centers. And we think that that is extremely valuable uh, for enterprise customers. These data centers today are wrestling with big problems of, of power consumption and space utilization. Now, quick tidbit, a, a typical server 
that gets installed in the data center costs as much to deploy and maintain for one year as the initial cost of the server itself. Even more surprising, the, the cost of the power and cooling for a single server is as much in one year as buying the server in the first place. And so enterprise customers are, are really looking for ways to lower not just the server they buy from Dell or HP, but what about all the rest that goes around it, the power, the cooling, the, the people expense? All those are extremely expensive. Um, so in that, in that area, um, we are looking at improved software like virtualization that can, that can lower the cost of enterprise data centers, new systems like lower power consumption servers or consolidated storage systems. We're looking at solid state storage where you use flash semiconductor storage instead of hard disk drives. And we're also looking at power management analog semiconductors. All these areas can bring some pretty dramatic cost savings uh, to the enterprise data center. A second area, and, and related, is the whole area of energy efficiency. Um, at Scale Venture Partners, we're not particularly interested in what has been traditionally called clean tech. Um, you know, we, we think that the cash requirement and regulatory risk in, in investing in energy production is just not a great match for our fund. Uh, but we do believe that energy efficiency can make real improvements that are just as important as energy generation. And what I mean specifically are areas like uh, smart grid deployments to make electricity distribution more efficient. There are great savings to be had there. Uh, components that can reduce the energy consumption of consumer devices, as well as solid state lighting. All these areas can have really big impacts on, on energy consumption uh, and we think are, are good, for, uh, good for investment. A third area I'll mention is uh, a longer term trend that, uh, that I'll call the destruction of the personal computer model. We believe the days of a standalone personal computer as we've come to know it are coming to an end. And there are a number of signs to that uh, in the marketplace. The, uh, you can see it with the proliferation of low cost netbooks this past year. That's, that's a trend that's starting to really accelerate. You can see the start of this with the, the growing popularity of web delivered software as a service applications. Uh, that's, that's an indicator. You can see it with the dramatic growth of thin client computing, like N-Computing, one of our investments that's doing quite well. You can see it with the uh, capabilities of cloud computing, with services being delivered by outsourced providers. There are consumer storage services online that contribute to this. There's the merger of smart cell phones and laptops uh, in their functionality and form factor. All of this points to a shift towards lower and lower cost computing devices at your fingertips that leverage the processing of applications and storage somewhere else. And what this means is that there's hundreds of billions of dollars in revenue at stake as the $1,000 PC and laptop transforms into something different and dramatically lower cost. So we're looking at the long-term hardware and software implications of this and finding some really great investment opportunities. So in terms of your other areas of investing, what are kind of some of the challenges that you uh, face in those? Well, you know, these days, the um, you know, s sitting here in a in a in a spending environment by enterprise and consumer customers that's down as opposed to increasing and up, I think the challenges are higher for companies to really have compelling, uh, differentiated solutions that can cut through the clutter that's there. Because um, when large public companies are not growing, they're very protective of their market share and trying to find any way to to uh, show growth to, to um, improve gross margins. And so it makes it that much more difficult for startups to break into those markets. 
Um, so I think a challenge across all these sectors is to have a solution that is differentiated enough to get the buyer's interest, whether that's an enterprise buyer or, or a consumer buyer, um, and have a channel to market that's efficient so that you don't spend too much money in a market that's difficult to sell in. Um, so that, that capital efficiency is, is, again, key no matter which of these markets you're going after. So let's switch a little bit to entrepreneurs specifically, and, and given that it's such a tough market today, what are some of the typical situations you find entrepreneurs face when they're first involved with VCs? Well, it is a difficult environment to raise money. There's no, no uh, way around it. Um, you know, the collapse of the stock market and the financial industry in the fall of 2008 has had some pretty long-reaching effects, and it'll be with us for a while. You know, f first, the depression of market valuations make the private company valuations that were done earlier seem too high. And so a company that raised money in 2006, 2007, first half of 2008, whatever that valuation is, most likely the value is lower now than it was then. So that's, that's a challenge for raising uh, new capital. Second is that private companies are finding it more difficult to get debt, which used to be a way for companies to bridge the gap in valuation. They would get some debt. Uh, progress the company further in sales and execution and reach a, a level where they could raise new equity at the, a better price than they did the last time. And unfortunately, debt is a lot harder to get these days, and so companies, private companies need to find ways to show that traction from uh, before raising their next round of capital. The, um, the last area that impacts private companies is more of an industry issue, which is that the pension funds and investment, uh, pension funds and endowments that invest in venture firms um, have had a large part of their portfolio value drop in the last six months due to the public market and buyout markets. And it makes them a, a more hesitant to invest in um, asset classes like venture capital that are more risky than other asset classes. And because of that, um, some venture funds are having trouble raising new funds, uh, which makes them uh, you know, in a position where they aren't able to take on a lot of new investments. So that's, that's a challenge for private companies. The result of this is that many venture firms are focused 110% on making sure their own companies survive the downturn and aren't spending as much time on looking at new investment opportunities. And that's, that's a challenge for startups. That being said, the, you know, you can look at this rough set of time, uh, time frame right now and say, well, geez, isn't that the business we're in? We're in the business of investing at a lower price and trying to create a company that will exit at a higher price. And prices have not been lower for a long time. So that's, that's the positive side of it. Um, and the hope and the belief are as strong as ever that we can invest in great companies and make great uh, returns for our investors and great returns for the employees uh, of the companies. You, know, you think back over the last 10 years, the best window for investing in the last 10 years was 2002 and 2003 when the market was terrible. And those companies all drove tremendous exits in 2006 and 2007. And so we look at that and say, right now is a great time to invest. The, the companies we invest in now are going to generate great returns. Not this year, perhaps not next year, but 2012, 2013, 2014, there is going to be some fantastic exits that come from companies that were funded now. I've been chatting with Jim Jones, Managing Director of Scale Venture Partners, and to the audience of Venture Perspectives, thank you for listening.